Hey everybody, welcome to Cosmic Crit, episode 25. We are ready to roll dice and roleplay characters. My name is Patrick, I'm your game master, your podcaster, and your weather forecaster, calling for clear skies over the jungles of Eucalam. I am beyond excited to introduce this week's episode, and I'm not going to talk about our new merch store, or our fan discord channel, or even our amazing February fan submission challenge. You can read all about that stuff in our show notes, and on our subreddit, and on our website. No, what I'm going to spend my intro doing this week is thanking you all for listening right now. We know that you have a lot of podcasts probably to listen to, tons of other great Starfinder podcasts as well. If you're one of the thousands, though, that have stuck with us for 25 episodes, well, we appreciate you listening, giving your feedback, and telling your friends So, thank you. As Game Master, I am in a unique position to say that we have some amazing stories to tell with the rest of this year. It is still developing as the players find out more about their characters and more of their backstories come to light, and as all six of us continue to tell this story together. I'll tell you what, I've gotten a lot of emails and online comments and tweets over the last six months of of playing Cosmic Crit, and the ones that make me happiest are when people say that we inspired them to get their own gaming group together and play for the first time. Those messages are like manna from heaven to me, so keep them coming, and if you're looking to play Starfinder, just take a trip to your friendly local gaming store Maybe check out if there's a local Starfinder Society scene near you, or check out different online venues. There's the the Starfinder subreddit, Paizo message boards, lots of places. Or, you know, just pick up a few books and invite your friends over, see what happens. Maybe, maybe have a fun afternoon making characters. I'll tell you what, nobody has ever said, Man, you know, I wish I had waited to start this game group. It's always the opposite. The best time to plant a tree is 10 years ago, but the second best time is right now. We have a great episode for you this week as we near the end of Book 2, The Temple of the Twelve. So without gilding the lily any further, let's dive right in and find out in Episode 25 who exactly will slay anything. Last time on Cosmic Crit. Edris had a heart-to-heart with Rakawi. It was a beautiful moment. We found a giant statue of an elf covered with stars. That statue looks just like Alindra. The gang was attacked by a flying spaghetti monster. Anis made an attempt to star in the sequel to Disney's Tangled. We let the flying starfish get away. Raimi invisibly stalked a sniper and then nailed them with a critical hit. Raimi found the perfect time to use invisibility. Edris is forced to confront a disgruntled acid-covered fan strapped with explosives and a cryptic warning. As most of our conversations with NPCs end, this one exploded. (laughs) (laughs) Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Hold on to your hats and crack your whips. We're going on an archaeological expedition into the Yucalam. 
We're leaving the cushy University of Cabaret in search of relics that should belong in a museum. My name is Dr. Indiana Game Master, and I'm here to welcome you all to Cosmic Crits <laughs> and the Temple of the Stargazer. Uh, traveling with me are my five friends and snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? To my left, a short kid companion who's quick with a quip. Drew playing Axe's Rack. No time for love, Dr. GM. To his left, a waiter in the Obi-Wan Club that's fast on the draw, Jabert playing Andis147. Really wish I remembered any lines from the movie. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Across the digital table, a child prince chained up in the mines, Miles playing Raimi. Good evening. To his left, the blonde bombshell who's not too fond of monkey brains, Rebecca playing Alindra Vallis. Hello. To my right, a headdress-wearing shaman, Ready to tear our hearts out, Tyler playing a Drosferanus. Kalima! 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 Oh, this episode's gonna be a, a fun one. I can already tell. <laughs> How are you guys doing? How's everyone how's everyone doing? It's game night. I'm delirious. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I stayed up all night watching Cloverfield and deep diving into that and getting no sleep. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> who's to blame? And you spent yeah. all day talking to Cosmic Crittermanders on Discord, so and and, and Reddit. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a big uh, Monday launch alongside episode twenty four last week's episode where we launched our store, all of our, our merchandise in our store, which you can find in a link to this episode, find on our website, and we launched the the Discord server for for Crittermanders for. For all you out there that that want to apparently chat with Miles all day <laughs> about uh, the the universe of Cloverfield, it wasn't just Cloverfield. There was Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII, and uh, we had uh, talks of someone making a Salarian Sugar Rush live. Mmm, delightful! I'm I'm so thirsty. Uh, but uh, it's been a lot of fun, and everyone has been really fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and I just want to point out before we start playing today that, yeah, the, the store is live, the Discord's live, you can find the links probably below, find them on our website as well. It's been a lot of fun so far, we've, we've sold some shirts, I'm still waiting on mine, can't wait to get it. Miles, you got yours though, what what do you think? I'm pretty happy with them. Yeah, are you are you wearing yours right now? I, I might be. <laughs> nice. I'm, if you if you check the Twitter from last Monday, <laughs> the first thing I did was put my shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these things boy. these things look so good. I'm I'm so excited to get a like an Andis sweater or something. It's gonna yeah. be can, and can we talk about that new team art for that T-shirt and how rad? Oh it man, is? Mm-hmm. gorgeous! Oh, it's it so is gorgeous, fabulous. Tom Wap on uh, on Twitter. It, it turned out great. I was so excited to get it just in time to get on a T-shirt and mm-hmm. and get it out to people. So, yeah, I have to say I have to say we've had three different artists do renditions of our characters. And I feel like they've been just such a fluid like they, they're they all clearly the same characters, but totally different styles. And I love yeah. all of them. And it, it's been really fun to see to see all those renditions. Y'all make us look good. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so much happened last week but i don't want to talk about last week i want to talk about this week and i want to get into the game i i I suppose to to do that though i first have to ask you guys a question which is what happened last week on the on the show well last week we we fought the rencata 
and Andis got tangled up with the jellyfish, mm-hmm. and I went invisible and went across some difficult terrain to to gank a sniper, and then confront we confronted them uh, within the statue that we found, and they had the whole place rigged to blow up. That's kind of where we left the show. Was oh a right, big boom. Yes, uh, so the Sheeran sniper that was, you know, has been harassing you guys for like over a week now. I had some words with Edress, Edross. Had some words with my acid. And yeah, flung herself off the outstretched hand of the statue. And that's where we pick up massive explosion. (laughs) Detonating the grenades on her chest and a huge shockwave of electrical and concussive force Knocks you around a bit. Tyler, I need a dross to make that reflex save for me. Reflex save. Ahoy! My worst stat. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, it is his worst stat. Oh. And a natural one. That is how I love, I'd love oh. to start this game. So oh. you, you lose your footing on, on the arm and kind of fall forward. And, yeah, you fall off the edge of the arm. But believe it or not, I am such a kind, caring game master. I'm going to give you another reflex save to try and catch yourself before you fall. So go ahead and give me another one, Tyler. I mean, I don't want you to think that I do not appreciate this, but oh, boy. Um, I don't think this is going to happen, guys. This one's... This one's- oh, no! I'm out. I'm gone. I'm gone. Two (laughs) Two natural ones. Well, (laughs) thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) The rumors about Tyler were true. (laughs) Old uh, two two fumble Tyler, they called (laughs) some. Oh, no. Right. So did not think that would happen. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler, come back and stop (laughs) cursing. <laughs> shut oh. up! Just shut up and play the game. Just, just, just kill oh. me so I can re-roll something else. Oh. oh, god! It's so early I'm, in the game. My chest. I'm so far away from my microphone. I am just. <gasps> oh boy, I'm gonna. Oh. Have to, uh, my my finger's gonna break hitting this uh, the sensor button, the pronk button. <laughs> This episode, I can already I tell. I said prong. I said prong. <laughs> oh, God. it didn't sound like it. <laughs> it sounded. I know. I- Tyler, that is not what you want to see. Two two failed reflex saves. Yeah, you reach a claw out trying to grasp at the arm of this massive statue, but you you're unable to. You fall from the the arm, flailing. You know, as you try to grab onto something, and you take a, take a good deal of damage. Oh boy, I didn't think this was going to happen. Yeah, 19 points of damage as you fall about 40, 50 feet from from the arm down to the the stones below with a a sickening thud as you you hit down there. How how are you doing, Tyler? How's that dross? I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) So dejected. Uh, I'm going to interpret that for you. Tyler was upset because uh, he was already halfway done rolling up a new character. (laughs) And then he realized he's going to have to keep playing this one for a few more minutes. Yeah, I didn't didn't think you were were too bad off from that previous fight because 
it wasn't you that I critted twice in the previous yeah. episode. Uh, yeah. So I, I I had 10 stamina points left and I, uh, my full HP, which is 34. Oh, great. So, great. You're fine. So uh, everyone else, you hear this massive explosion, uh, maybe maybe a dross yelling outside. What do you, what do you guys want to do? Uh, Lindra oh. is running out to see what's going on and looks over the side of the arm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to run out there too, obviously, because Edris is my buddy. That's fine. So you guys can easily see him down below, just laid out on the the stone slabs underneath. Uh, looks looks like he's taking a tumble. Maybe he just calls out. Did it hurt? I say nothing to you. <laughs> you who stand up there on your ivory tower, because <laughs> it looks like it hurt a lot. Yeah, Andis has Andis has uh, walked outside of the the feet of the statue and walked around. As you exit, uh, Rokali is standing there and says, "What happened? Is everything okay?" It sounds like we might have a lizard down. Let's go. And so, <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll follow. Yeah, she uh, she's my uh, familiar. <laughs> and and you guys standing out up on the the arm of the statue, you hear this explosion just echoing through the forest, ringing off the hills surrounding this plane around the stargazer statue and then it goes quiet all, all of a sudden and we are very much out of combat out of danger and uh, uh, yeah how, how you doing there friend uh, I landed on my tail oh Ooh, that's not what you want to see I uh, check to see if it's uh, broken <laughs> it looks like a question mark now <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it Oh, it's fine. Just don't look at it. It's fine. Uh, uh, I won't look at it. I, I don't feel very good. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a ten minute break down here. That's all. Hey, Edris, did you, uh, did you uh, take any HP damage that's uh, meaningful down there? It feels meaningful at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ask, I'm gonna, I'm ask, gonna ask me, ask me after my player has recovered from the shock of this and feel better about the situation. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, get uh, very meta here, guys. Bring, bring it home. To, bring it home. Uh, I'm going to, as like a well, once per 24 hours situation, try to treat his deadly wounds and try to give him some HP back here by uh, kind of put like snapping his, his tail back into back into the joint. Wow. Eh, eh, it's it, you're not gonna you're not gonna die or anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't feel much better. Yeah, that was a twenty-one. That was a twenty-one on the medicine Aww. check. So, so it's close. a yeah, it's it's a hard check, but uh, I think you'll be all right. Well, Rokali is there, and she is able to aid you mm-hmm. in this check. And if uh, if somebody else was able to as well, that would uh, that'd be enough, right? Because you um, only need a twenty-five. If I'm still up here, do I have the capability to do that, or have to be down there? With me? <laughs> can, well, can you're di- I, directing from can, forty feet up, like, yeah, hey, like bandage. Hey, did you try Pull this? Pull harder! <laughs> Pull no, harder! You have, you have to go down. And uh, can I? Can I make? Can I ch- help? I have medicine. Nah, I can't really okay. operate on yourself. Thought well. Wow. Try and keep my tail still as he refixes him. Ooh, yeah, there uh, we go. Nat comes down and helps out. Yeah, yeah, with some teamwork. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just like popped out a joint, and I didn't quite have the strength to kind of get it back, get it back up in there. So with with the help of our friends, we're able we'll to get, get with the help of a four foot rat, the giant yep. robot couldn't do it. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're gonna get four hit points back. Ah, thank you. I I do feel much better, Andis. You're a, you're a wonderful medic. Do you guys want to go back inside and, and take a, a ten minute rest? Look around. What do you guys want to yeah, do? I would like to look. I'd around. like to loot the bodies. Have we done right. that. 
I don't think you have. So you've already found Salask's sniper rifle and whatever else they had on them is just gone. It's like obliterated in the explosion. <laughs> in the, the stairway leading up to literal head of the statue, the dome, as it were, the... Yes. You find a small rucksack that looked like it belonged to her because you find 40 sniper rifle bullets in there, weeks of field rations, a personal comm unit, a tactical dueling sword, and a cred stick with a thousand credits on it. Ooh. Yes. Remy will probably try to hack that uh, data pad. Yeah. So you. Uh, so you. what do you want to do first? You want to uh, uh, rest I wanna, up? Oh. Yeah, I want to rest up first. <clears throat> okay, so uh, is everyone, um, I'm guessing, resting? Does everyone need to uh, burn a resolve point? I, yeah. I'm not. I can't yeah, remember if I, I do or not, so I'm going to just in case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, I think Mac was just hit once last week as well. Yeah. I'm not using a resolve point because I only have two left, and I really would rather save them. Gotcha. Fair. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Miles, why don't you go ahead and give me a uh, computer check, see if you can... It, it is a locked comms unit. 28. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> so you're able to unlock it quite easily, actually, on it. Is this uh, the you, data pad or the comms unit? Yeah, it's actually a personal comm unit. I'm, so I'm guessing a comms unit in the, the Starfinder dev's mind is kind of like a cell phone. Okay. Like a, a data pad is closer, more akin to a computer. So okay. this is this is somewhere in between an iPad like, and like a iPhone or something. In a, so, in a phone, a, a you know communications device. Yeah. But so she's I, I hack whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say what you find on there. Like the first thing that pops up is files and files of about seventy hours of Eoxian reality TV, like really brutal kind of fighting shows like mixed martial arts deathmatch kind of uh, Yoxian television. But as you kind of look past that, you, you do find some communiques, it seems, between Salask's comm unit and one other comm unit. And, and it's mainly her sending it out. All right. So uh, Raimi's thumbing through these communiques and starts just reading them out loud. Uh, seeded the path with spores. It will be sure to trap the jungle creatures and cover your tracks. Uh, found a group uh, following a trail. Caused a stampede of large creatures, but they managed to escape. Moving forward to set up an ambush. Scout their location. It seems like Ekasarik has their scent. Retreating to the Stargazer to set a trap. We'll send word when successful. And then there's a single reply that reads, We are close to the temple. All will be revealed there. The universe's secrets laid bare. We shall join Oblivion in sweet silence soon enough. So, 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 guys, it seems like this has been the cause of pretty much everything bad that's happened to us since we set foot in this jungle. Uh, can yeah, we ask uh, right. Ralkawi if they see anything familiar with who might be this person might be uh, communicating with? Yeah, I mean, she can take a look over it. She hands the the phone back to you. Kind of looks frightened. Points to that return message and says that that is Tahuman's reply. She she was communicating with him. Tahuman's uh, the leader of this cult, right? Correct. Right. What what can you tell us about Tahuman? He's a very, very dangerous man. He's the, the leader of the sect and he ha he has powers. He has a, he has abilities and I, I fell under his thrall, but 
I, I, I feel I feel free of it now. Kalima. Kalima. <laughs> <laughs> Intro callback. What 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 kind of powers have, have has have you seen this this guy use? Can he turn invisible? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> He's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> she she says, you know, magic magic powers. Evil magic. Mm. I, I'm just wondering, can you possibly be a little more vague? Because I, I, I'm not sure you're being vague enough. Yeah, Rakawi, were you traveling with, with this person <laughs> Pre- previously before we found you? Or were, was uh, was she part of another party? Yeah, no, she, she was with Tahomen and she explained, you know, other people. It, it was a pretty, pretty large traveling party that, that was going through the woods. And there's even more of them when they first came through the gate because they included Celeste Sykesel and the, these other cultists that you've found. Yeah, and I could be wrong, but even when we like when we first arrived here, we were told that the party included a Sharon. So mm. I'm pretty sure we knew that this was somebody part of that party. Mm-hmm. Rokawi, so were you going to meet anybody at this, this temple? I, I don't know that much about the temple, but they, they, they talked a great deal of of finding a place on the slopes of a mountain. I, I'm sorry, I, I, it's all a, a little fuzzy. I understand, uh, I understand. I'm just trying to get a sense of uh, what sort of head count we might be up against here. If we've got any more snipers to deal with, I'd like to know not, now. Not that I know of. Okay, okay. I'd, I'd be more worried about this under his thrall. Is that, a, is that a spell you think he cast on you? Did you think he, he used magic to, to make you follow him? He is like me, Lashuntan, and he would make all his devotees retreat with him and, and probe their minds for hours and hours on end and ask so many questions. It was very confusing, but it, it made me want to be with him. Well, uh... High charisma characters. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm hey. pretty. I'm pretty sure we know this is a cult leader and charismatic at that, and that that's who we're after. Why are we asking questions? Uh, so d- Meta, Meta. I'm trying to make sure. I'm trying to see a couple of things. One, are we going to have to worry about him casting some sort of mind control spell on us as we get closer? Or two, if he comes at us with seven people. If there's anything we could do to break that spell, like we broke it on Raukawi in the middle of the fight, to turn some people against him to give us a hand, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, she she doesn't know anything about any any mind control that that he has. Okay. I mean, as a Lashinton, I mean he's he's got certain <coughs> abilities, telepathic abilities, and things like that. So I mean, that's always a, a risk. But I, I don't know that she can really give us any other information. I think we need to forge ahead. Yeah, I suppose it's about time. Well, do you guys want to take a look around the the statue here? I, I think sure. we should. Yeah. Yeah, Alindra would like to take a, a a closer look at the constellations that are on the outside and and like really close up and see what those inscriptions might be, those stars that we saw from afar. Right, right. So I think you, you got a pretty good look and some photos as you were entering the, the main you know, body of the, the statue mm-hmm. and, and kind of examining it. You can spend more time doing that. There is the head, which I don't even think anyone has been in yet, of the statue. Uh, does, does anybody want to go in there? I, I will. Yeah, so why don't you guys give me perception rolls? Yeah, that, that seems like the most interesting 
the most interesting part of this thing. It's you know when you go to the when you go to the Statue of Liberty. I mean, you're not walking to like the belly button. You're going to the head. Is this <laughs> is this where we find the controls to turn on the statue robot that we can traverse a large portion of the jungle? <laughs> Your love. <laughs> Oh boy. So we got some pretty good perception rolls going on here. Alindra, 23, the highest. So the, the top of this domed chamber, as you enter, you, know, you climb up some steps in the neck. The, the top of the chamber resembles the concave side of the statue's face. And yeah, you, you can tell exactly where you are because of that. Uh, it, it's pretty well lit because the, the eyes of the the statue, the elven eyes, there's a, a lot of light and wind pouring through them. Around the sides of the chamber, rotted tapestries lay on the ground with uh, small beads scattered about. And the main part of this room, the, the large dais on the floor, seems overgrown with moss. But, Alindra, you can see that there's some kind of pattern beneath it, like along the edges. Okay, I'd like to clear away the moss. Can I use my solar weapon for that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can just kind of kick it away if you want. Oh, okay. But if you want to be like really, it. really dramatic, yeah. Uh, a, a few quick slices of your solar weapon and it's, you know, disintegrated. And clearing it off, you see the symbol on the dice. It's of a, a large constellation of 12 points, a dodecagon pattern. And there's writing around the edge of the constellation. And it's in the, the same strange language that you saw back and the computer system on the drift rock. Uh, in addition, there, it looks like a translation beneath it in Elven. Does anyone speak Elven? No. But Remy can cast uh, Translate Language or whatever that does. Yeah. yeah I have Comprehend Languages. Well, if if you want to spend time, Knack, because uh, you know, there's no threats right now, and take 20 on, on culture, you can kind of decipher at least know the gist of what it says uh yeah i will i will do that very thing so that is going to be because it's it's about like six or seven letters and so that'll be 27 plus one 20 28 culture (laughs) yeah well that's more than enough taking 20 (laughs) years you've got the gist of it the the words say those Those who dwell dwell within within the nursery nursery of of stars." stars those who dwell within the nursery of stars Raimi, as you're kind of kicking around the the elven statue's head, you find, kicking over some of the rocks here, that one of these beads on the ground, it has it's glinting with this opalescent purple light, and you see a whole bunch more of them fall, you know, having fallen into little crevices in the stonework, and you find about 17 of them in total. They look to be worth a pretty penny. Then I'm gonna put them in my pocket. Everyone else can can help you pick up up as well because there's so many but uh yeah they, they, they're probably worth somewhere between 50 and 100 credits each they're very fine very very beautiful probably adorned the the tapestries in this room you know centuries ago all right um i'm definitely gonna pick up at least you know five or six of them awesome and you guys uh just taking a a 10 minute break resting up here as well yep yep so i have a question about this inscription that i found so the twelve-pointed constellation is that similar at all to my tattoo? Uh, yeah, kind of. Your your tattoo has a whole bunch of uh, smaller, little three-pointed constellations that arrange themselves into this twelve-sided shape. So it's it's definitely very similar. I mean, it's a 
you know, the same kind of shape. It's 12-sided equal edges. So are they part of the 12-sided constellation, or are they similar but different? Yeah, this this just looks like 12 points kind of tied together here on okay. the, the dais. But, it, I mean, it, it definitely looks to be of a, of a whole. Okay. And you, you saw very similar constellation tattoos on the, the elves depicted in the the alcoves of the the, the body of yeah, uh, and the stargazer right yeah and pictures of you know mosaics of them tattooing one another as well right i'll be honest when i see a dodecagon constellation i think that's just dots <laughs> <laughs> well that's why you're not a physical science major <laughs> right. i suppose not <laughs> More about life this science. Is what, this is what they teach me in engineering school. Engineering <laughs> <laughs> or life science. Right. So, you know, you, you've spent about like 20, 30 minutes here. You've rested up. You've examined this place, hacked into that comm unit, Ramy, and, you know, taken photos. What, what else do you guys want to do? I'd like to look through the statue's eye where the Sheeran uh, sniper was shooting at us to see if she left anything up there. Yeah, so you can just kind of shimmy your way up, poke your your head out. It, it, it seemed like she was actually probably snapping you through like a rusted hole in the, the side of the head, but you don't you don't find anything. You rolled okay. really really well on the perception check. So okay, and what about the other eye, which is looking in the opposite direction? I wonder if I can see anything out into the jungle from that other, eye. Other eye. Yeah. You think she's like a walleye fish or something? The statue. <laughs> No, like, what do you mean? I, I think both statue. eyes are. I think both eyes are pointed kind of up, and that she was oh, okay. okay. in the side. But that if you were to look through the other eye, you would see the sky. Statue. Okay. Okay. Statue is called the stargazer. Yeah, both eyes are kind of heavens bound. All right, what's what's the shape of the dais? Is it shaped kind of rectangular, like Alindra could lie down and get in the position of the statue to see if we open some kind of crazy. Uh, you so find a perfectly, perfectly shaped Alindra size hole. <laughs> <laughs> like a key to a lock. No. Uh, <laughs> any Anything else you guys want to do here? I, th- I think it's about time for us to mosey yeah, on down. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> mosey right. on down the road. Uh, right. So as you guys are, are leaving, Rakalwi is, is with you now. And she says, I, I, I'm sorry that I, I could not help in the battle. But if if you were to give me back my weapon, I will stand and I will fight alongside you all in the future. I, I don't want to be a burden to you. Was that the uh, was that the scatter gun? Yeah, she she had like a shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give her back the, the shotgun because that was a little heavy for me to carry anyway. Okay, can I do a sense motive just to be on the safe side? No, right ahead. Neck. Sizrak. So that's a 17 and I... Can I do... You can, can do pretty sure add a... A D6, right? That's part of your expertise skill set. So it's a 19. Right. So she seems pretty on the level from short amount of time that you've known her. This seems to be her telling the the truth. She seems kind of ashamed not being in that last fight. All right. But got my eye on you. Right. Uh, We we good, Nick? For now. All right. I hand the scatter gun over. Uh, Awesome. So she takes that and kind of slings it on her back. And immediately shoots me in the face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you foolish fool. <laughs> Everyone make another perception check for me as you head on out. 
It's about midday. Sun is overhead, beating down. Very hot. So, Patrick, is all of this ground around the the statue also difficult terrain, or was that just sort of a zone around it? No, it's all it's all pretty difficult terrain. Overgrown, the these large paver stones turned up and over. So, as, as you guys are, are gathering your stuff outside the foot of the the statue, the towards the entrance, Alindra, you just happen to to glance over your shoulder. You hear the sounds of heavy footfalls on top of one of the metallic feet of the statue behind you, and you're able to see a very large Kasarik stalking over the, the statue's sandaled foot. We're in our surprise round of oh. combat. Oh, oh no. Uh, no, uh. no I've, I've already dealt with you. I've already dealt with you. I don't want to do this again. <laughs> so in this surprise round, let's see, uh, we've rolled our initiative beforehand. Alindra, you may make a move for standard action. All right, I'm going to move up here. Sorry, can you uh, describe what we're <laughs> yeah, up here sorry. For I'm going to move podcast people. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to move to the side of the Kasarik. Right, so it is up on top of the foot. So to get up there, you would have to you'd have to climb do an athletics. Can I do that as part yeah. of my move? Unfortunately, you can just get to the the base of it on okay. this turn. But like I said, this is just the surprise round. Okay. And it looks down at you all. It has, it has six targets. Can I actually go toward Photon Attunement as part of the Or Graviton? I don't see why not. Okay, great. I'll go toward Graviton. Awesome. And this thing takes a look down at Adros Tyler and throws one of its its barbs in, in your direction. And you are not seeing this thing flat-footed. The Thorn Dart... Let's see. Ooh, I've rolled a 10. Uh, it just misses piercing the, the neck of your armor and just kind of bounces off after uh, penetrating about an, an inch or so. Does not strike your flesh. That is the surprise round. And we're going to turn one with Andis. Andis, you hear this thing given its its, uh, its warbling kind of attack. By... What do you want to do? Are you sure the Kassara um, so, doesn't sound like whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> it, It's got kind of a Zoidberg face. Why not Kassarik? Yeah. <laughs> Why not this neck? Yeah, had a, it sound like a Murloc. Lundra. That was a good Murloc. Yeah, that was good. It's not not bad for playing through the demo three or four times, <laughs> but I never wanted to pay for it. <laughs> okay, made let's the right see. decision. All right, Jabert, what do you got? Uh, let's see here. So, is it in line of sight of me right now? Yes, it, it okay. might be behind a little bit of soft cover on the foot, but it's a pretty large creature. You know, sand's like six foot tall. So, okay, you can get a good shot at it. I actually have another thought. So we discussed off air how jet, uh, jump jets work. And uh, mm-hmm. last episode, I tried to use them as like, I'm going to run a little bit and then I'm going to activate my jump jets and go 30 feet. So I think we decided that that's not how they work. So, but I would like to activate them just in like as a move action and yeah. just jump jet up on top of the, the foot. Yeah. So you activate them as, and it basically turns your move action into like a fly <laughs> move right. action so right, yeah right. You, you get up there pretty pretty easily okay excellent so i'm gonna jump up and then 
quick draw out my laser rifle, and I'm gonna take a shot with it. Gotta love that quick draw. Ah, Woo-hoo. 24 to hit. That is a, believe it or not, Ooh. a hit. <laughs> All right, that'll be 11 points of fire damage. Ow, no. Oh, that's so much. <laughs> it's almost max. Awesome. Great job. And that brings us to t- second in the turn order, Knack Sizrak. Another Kasarik. Get it. Uh, and I want to shoot it with my azimuth laser pistol. So that is a 15 to hit. 16 e- with get him. And that's EAC, your laser pistol? Yeah. Is that what you said? That is... Just a hit. 16 EAC. Four. Needed that. Get him. Wait for it, guys. Four damage. (laughs) Four damage. But every hit counts. Mm -hmm. We've heard it so many times, folks. Raimi, you are next. So Raimi's going to unsling his laser rifle and aim and take a shot. It's 1920. Booyah, that's a hit. Four. Five points of damage. Oh, bare minimum, but... Once again, still still good. Alindra, you are next. All right, I'm going to use Gravity Boost, and since I am attuned, uh, Graviton attuned, I get a plus two to an athletics check to climb. So oh. I'm going to climb. I missed that. I'm sorry. I thought you said solar attunement. You're, you're going, no, I said going gravity. gravity. She said Graviton. Yeah, she said oh, graviton. you knew what you were doing. Yeah, you yeah I did. Exactly what you're doing. So yeah, you're going to give me an athletics check to climb? Yeah, so athletics check plus two, so 28. Why, guys? Why? (laughs) So, yeah, you crush it. You're up on top there. Awesome. (laughs) And while I was jumping up there, I was using my, um, or pulling out my solar weapon. Okay, yeah. Pull your uh, giant blue sword. Yeah, and I'm going to try to hit it. That's a 24 to attack. That's a hit against KAC. And damage of 14. Boy, oh boy. Uh, no, 14. It's like it's like we assembled a whole team of Chris Pratt's. <laughs> Ed Ross, your turn. I'm really glad this thing showed up. I've got some irritation I need to take out on something. And he's going to pull out his, as of the, his big old laser Gatling. What is this thing called? Artillery laser. That's right. Oh, awesome. Dunk. And fire it into the creature. Come on. 19? Against the AC, that's a hit. Yes! <laughs> Max damage, 15 points Ooh. of damage! <laughs> yeah, it's not, it. it's not doing too well. You guys have shot it four times, if memory serves. And <laughs> yeah. Flash it with a, yeah. a sword uh. once. So, yeah, it, it's not it's not doing too great. Uh, Rakawi has fumbled and, and, and pulled her weapon from her back and is getting ready to fire as well. But this, this Kasarik, yeah, has got Alindra right up in its grill and is going to try and make an attack already. So that is going to be a hit against KAC. I've rolled 11 on the dice and damage. Maximum damage. So 15 points of damage as this thing's massive tentacled mouth just kind of envelops you and Oh, yeah, uh, just ima- bludgeoning <laughs> damage. It, it, it smacks into you, kind of you know, cuts off circulation to, to parts of your body uh, that wraps around and, and squeezes. Am I affected by that? Like, am I, do I have a condition? 
that I need nope. to account for? It's okay. not just, it's just it's darts. <laughs> it's the darts that have the condition, right? Yeah, yeah just we're, just gobbling you up. Yeah, okay. Just pain. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we've we've been so much so traumatized by <laughs> all these conditions we've been getting. No conditions. You're just you're just sickened, nauseated, exhausted, and <laughs> this this one is looking pretty pretty beat up. But it's it's totally okay because it was the distraction, as coming from the the opposite direction are two much larger Caserix. Oh, oh no! What? Oh, man! Oh, man! They are they're not running forward, but they're kind of leaping and bounding over over the rubble. They take their entire turn moving towards you, and they've got, they've got Knack like dead to rights almost right now because <laughs> uh, he's he's the only one like not near the the opposite. Caseric and 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 Rokawi is gonna try and take a shot. Ooh, they are they are awful with their scatter guns. So plus five. That is a miss even with Gitum, unfortunately. So yeah, she she blasts up with her shotgun. Gets a lot of foot. Doesn't get a lot of Caseric. That could have been the end of it too. But that was turn number one. Turn two, Andis. You are up on this foot. Got this thing right in front of you. What do you want to do? Oh boy! Oh, oh, and you boy. also hear these these two warbling behind you. Yeah, I'm not gonna track. I'm gonna take two shots at a minus four. If I down this thing, I'll shoot at one of the other ones. But okay, so you're gonna shoot at the one that has been hit nearly dead. Correct. Correct. Got yeah. It. Okay. There's one. That, that is, is a, a 15 oh, to hit. So negative four. That is a miss. Okay. Oh, Ooh. that one's a miss too. Oh that no, one. natural one. Yeah. Well, oh, can get two me. shots wide. Cocky here. Next, Zizrak, you see two very large Caseric stalking for you, and you're the prey. What uh, do you want to do? Uh, Pronk, I'm going to move back here. If I... <laughs> so I it's, it is half speed. difficult terrain. So, so I can only move two blocks, is that right? Well, if you normally move 30 feet, you can move 15. Now, I'm going gonna, gonna to move here, and Elendra, stick in the fight. Inspiring boost, plus oh, 11 stamina. Wow. Oh, thank you. Nice, 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 nice. Raimi, your turn. All right, I'm going to take a shot at, I guess, the injured Caseric. It's a 10, but let one. I get him out oh. active right now. Oh. Even if it was, uh, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Alindra, it is your turn, and you still have this, this injured, this badly injured Caseric in front of you. You have seen some of... The, the bullet wounds start to heal up on this creature, but it's it's still you know massively hurt. What do you want to do? All right, I'm going to use my solar weapon against it. See how that goes. I could do a double double yeah. melee attack. Yeah, that that never backfires. Go right ahead. I'm really scared <laughs> to do that, so I'm just going to do a one solar weapon attack. We'll see how it goes. Oh, hey and there it the, is. Hey yo. Should have taken the double. So that's a twenty-four to attack. <laughs> that is a hit, and your your sword just lops this thing's head right off. The Act. massive body falls off the foot, dead immediately before it hits the ground. Yay! Yay. Awesome. And that takes us to Edros. You've seen Alindra murder this one. You hear two more stalking forward towards you. All right, I'm going to move fifteen feet because of the difficult terrain. And I'm going to be um, kind of, I'm right behind Nack, and I'm going to attempt, and while I'm moving, I'm going to pull out one of the sticky bomb grenades. Hmm. 
and I'm going to see if I can't throw it at the nearest Kasarik, which is 30 feet away, so I will take a range penalty because it's only 20 feet. Yeah, but you're you're uh, trained with grenades. You're, you're a strong feller. Yeah, and it's a big creature. I'm hoping I can entangle well, this thing. You're not you're not trying to hit <laughs> the Kasarik with your grenade. You're trying to hit a point well, near it. No. <laughs> I want to hit this thing in the face. <laughs> I don't think that's how grenades work. <laughs> add, your, add your strength. To damage. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, like throwing a rock at it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pull the point in. I just threw the grenade at it. Oh, grenades <laughs> are fun. Roll me that attack roll. And we'll, we'll see what's happened. Twenty-three. Right, that's that's a hit. Yeah, you land it at the square you want. I don't think you get a reflex save. I think you a creature hit by an entangled weapon becomes entangled until it escapes with an acrobatics check. It doesn't say you get a reflex save. All right. So you've hit this thing. You've hit the Kasarik with the grenade. It is entangled as, you know, per the condition, very similar to what happened last week with Andis as the Skyfisher was the name of that giant starfish as that thing was throwing its web at you. Yes, now the rubber band's on the other claw. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this sticky goop kind of comes out and uh, just wraps itself around one of the Kasarik's legs and it starts like pulling and yanking at it. And that's a draw, so your turn... Uh, Rokami kind of steps forward alongside you, and she does not have range or scatter weapon, but she kind of braces herself and gets ready. She double moves. All right, so this uh, let's deal with this entangled Kasarik. It is going to try and so it can do an acrobatics or a strength check to try and either you know kind of jump its way out of the entanglement or just tear the 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 threads and the tendrils of of the sticky bombs uh, web. It's going to try and acrobatics because they are very fleet creatures. <laughs> and oh, it makes geez. it, yeah. Yep. Makes well, it quite well. But I, I'm pretty I sure it's a standard to get out. It's a move. <laughs> no, we talked about this last week. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entangled creature can attempt such a check as a move action. Okay. So it does, and then it, it's going to take the, the rest of its movement and just kind of runs up to, to Nax's rack. And its buddy is going to do the same. Oh, Brock. Yeah. Actually, no. No, it's Buddy's going to stay behind. He's just going to shoot Knack, because that's more fun. <sighs> oh, jeez. I wonder if when these things are like, these worms are like born out of you. By the way, Knack, we're, if you get if you get uh, infected by this thing, we are bringing those things to term and we are selling them. <laughs> Gross. Um, but uh, uh, I wonder if it's like, uh, if it's like an alien where they take on like features of whatever they grow out of. Are we going to have little rat worms? So I don't know if we've seen this ability, but it's actually not going to thorn dart you. It looks like <gasps> these guys are ready to kill. It just sends gobs of acid in your direction. <sighs> so this is against your EAC. What is your EAC, Mr. Oh, right. It's an illusion. My EAC is... It's got to be 11 or something. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, that's that's, that's awesome. two hits. Oh, no. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, no. oh boy. Yeah, oh, just no. it's, it's just a little bit of tenderizing. And I've rolled a two and a three. That is 13 points of acid damage. So it begins to eat away at your Ooh. armor and, and burn oh. your fur. Singe it underneath. That is turn number two. And that brings us back to Andis. All right. Andis is not goofing around anymore. Yeah, stop goofing. I'm going to quit goofing. I'm going to track this one that's close up on Knack here and take a single shot. That's a 25 to hit. 
Oh, that's a hit. All right. It's uh, low damage, only five, but uh, I'm trying to get its attention. Be like, hey, hey, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> the, the one that's right up on, on top it, of Knack. Exactly. Yeah. Like, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So that's a hit damage. Speaking of Knack, Knack Sidrak, your turn. All right. I'd like to take a guarded step right here. All right. Taking a guarded step back. And Pronk, get that thing. It <laughs> hit me with acid. <laughs> Like wait, a jerk. Are you doing the one that shot acid at you or the one? Oh that wait, no, but play? I'm assuming they both can. I'm <laughs> I've never been hurt like this before. So one is about five five, ten feet away from you. Which one do you wanna Uh the closest one. Got him. Get him. Got it. <laughs> nope. Not not oh not accurate. That's the, that's the new get him sound. I don't know if you guys knew this, but new for the podcast. Get him now sounds like this. I hope you enjoy it. Next in the turn order, Raimi, you've got one of these things about 15 feet away from you. All right. I'm going to fire at it with my laser rifle. That's a 23 to hit. That's a hit. That is a six points damage. Points of damage. All right. All right. So, yep, you score a hit. It seems to hardly put a dent in this large creature. And it's just bearing down on, on both Edros and Knack. Uh, next, back up on top of the foot is Alindra Ballas. So, can I just jump down off the foot, or do I need to climb down? Yeah, no, you can. You can jump off as part of your move action. It's it's less than ten feet. Okay, well, I'm gonna come right up to this guy that is near the group. Are you gonna gonna run off the pinky toe? And yeah, I'm running <laughs> off the pinky you. toe. She's yeah, also gonna do like a a she's gonna do a cool flip in the midair, and it's gonna be <laughs> rad. It's gonna be awesome. I think I need an athletics check for that one, but I'll, I'll run down the pinky toe. It's, it's a nice natural ramp. Um, okay, so I'm going to, and that's just a move action, right? So I'm going to yep. use my solar weapon, and that's, mm, a, that's a 24, hit. 25, I guess, to attack. Yeah. Very much a hit. Even more a hit. <laughs> 13 points of damage? Yeah, because I'm still graviton attuned. All right, yeah, not, not looking too good. It has been shot a few times and now slashed. Edros Veronis, your turn. Uh, I'm going to take a, a little bit of a guarded step. While doing that, I'm going to pull out the... Ah, let's pull out the Frambe Grande, the Flame Doshko, and we'll take a swipe. Hit flame Doshko to the dome. Hit it. And plus one from Getem on this one. That's a, that's an 18. That's a hit. I don't care what it is. Very much uh, a hit. Nice. I can confirm that. I'm the GM. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but sorry, buddy. <laughs> and, that's, that's quite all right. KHT is 18, so here you go. Max damage! Yes, nice! Uh, oh, Doshko making an appearance. Looks like meat's back on the menu. And that's going to be 18 <laughs> points of damage. Get wrecked! No, I'm not going to. Okay. Oh. Did you have? Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do math. I'm gonna do hit point math instead over here. <laughs> get, get mildly inconvenienced. I don't know. Uh, yeah. That, well, that works. All right. Well, call we on the side of this thing brings her scatter rifle to bear on it and takes an attack of opportunity because she is not enough away. I've rolled a three on the dice, and nope, that is gonna be a hit. What? <laughs> It's Rock Holy. Oh, no. Classic. Right. So this thing comes up and slams into her as it's uh, she's trying to, you know, bring up her gun and, and get it ready. Okay, 12 points of damage against her, and she kind of buckles over, but, you know, gets up on one knee and shoots back at this creature. And I've rolled a 13 for her attack with Get em. That is a hit. Yes. Hey. Well, scattered, scattered gun 
is D4 points damage. All right, one on the dice. That was that was very worth it. Take the time. To- <laughs> oh, totally. All right, and this one's friend is going to come in and have a little snack time with Edris, and this other one is going to have some snack time with Alindra. Let's do some attacks against Edros. So three on the dice. That's going to be a miss this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And against Alindra. Ooh, 19. Oh, ooh, ooh, oh no. Loving it. Loving it. That's oh, it. No. Never fails. Uh, minimum damage. 10 points of damage. And you see this one that you've hit. Basically, all the, the pellets that Rolkawi shot into it completely heal up. Uh, that takes us to turn four? Three? I've lost count. Andis, one, four, seven. Your turn. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Andis is going to take a five-foot step sort of over closer to the edge of the toe mm-hmm. and uh, look down. And since I'm sort of aiming down, I'm not I'm not really being impeded by Alindra, right? Is she is she still up on the toes with me or is she down on the ground? From there, let's 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 hand a fate this. Yeah, no, you've got a good enough vantage because this is a yeah. large creature not impeding. Pia pia. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take my guarded step over towards the toes and I'm gonna take a shot at the one I'm currently <clears throat> tracking. Gotcha. Single shot. That's gonna be a 21, 22 a against hit. AC. That is a hit. Yeah, uh, baby. Yeah, maximum damage, baby. 12 points for your face. It needed every single one of those points. Uh, your your shot goes right through its head. It falls to the ground. Yes! Yeah. I, 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 I look at Ralawaki and I said, I only did that because of you. <laughs> hey! <laughs> and as far as either of us know, that's true. <laughs> She's clutching her chest and gives you, you know, Thumbs up. Max is wrecked. There's one of these things left. I uh, get it. And I'm going to swift action uh, my semi-auto pistol out instead of my uh, azimuth laser pistol. And I'm going to take a shot. So that's a 25 to hit. And it will take three damage. <laughs> hey, every little, every little bit every little counts. Helps, yeah. Minimum damage. Raimi, your turn. All right, so Raimi is going to take a look at this uh, this little feller and reach his hand out and shoot a caustic conversion. Oh, hey, good time for that. So that's against it. EAC. <laughs> 24. 18 on the dice. That's a hit. Can- so I get to roll 4d4. 4d4. I've got uh, three... Plus four is seven, plus one is eight, plus four mm. is twelve. Nice. And then obviously it's next turn, it gets five additional damage at the end uh, of the turn. Yes, I am. You've rolled two ones and two fours. That's ten plus one, right? I get plus one because of spell focus, or I mean harmful spells. Yeah, that, so eleven, not twelve, right? Yeah, sorry, math is hard. It's really not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 11. It's 11 sick GM burn. No, that, what, what I did was I added two because I'm used to my, my magic missile. Uh, right, plus two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that is Raimi's turn. Alindra. Nice. Nicely done. I am going to stellar bull rush at this thing. Ooh. Yes. All right, so running over the, the dead body yeah. of its companion. 
<laughs> She's got so, magical powers. I know. <laughs> I know yeah. Huh? This is like her main main one. Go go ahead and give me a tech roll. Let's make sure this is worth it. All right. Oh, so this boy. is a stellar bull rush. I rolled a twenty five. I guess that would be twenty six to attack. Oh Sorry? my yeah. goodness, guys! It's KAC is eighteen. Yeah, bull rushed it. <laughs> yes. <Ooh. laughs> Uh, this is the okay. first time, uh, yeah, th- this attack has has worked out. All right, so it's pushed yeah, back. Yeah, Bullrush is just Yeah, it's back. just pushed back. Yeah. Oh, right. Wow. So you, you knock it backwards. But not <laughs> only that, but it also Jeez. takes burn damage. It, so... Yeah, it does its 2d6, right? Yeah. All right, so let me make my Kaserik's re- <laughs> Reflex save. Two. That's a two oh. on the die. Oh, no, nice. that's a failure. <laughs> it's taking yeah. full damage. That was... Very much worth it. Yeah, so that's eight eight burn damage, right? That's oh, I right. Rolled. I didn't even. Uh, so you come running from attacking its friend, put your shoulder into this thing, and knock it back five feet. Give it a, a nice fiery corona attack. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Right. Knocking it f- five feet away from Edros Veranus, whose turn it is right now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Edros, Edros kind of looks at you and like, well, I was going to hit it. Alindra's <laughs> <laughs> like, my kill. <laughs> Should I just step to the side and let you deal with this? I feel like I'm just in the way at this point. No, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a full move action. I'm actually going to move, try and get out of the way of the guns that are going to rain down upon this poor thing. Then swing with the flame doshko. Right. So it's it's going to get an attack of opportunity if you're, you're moving well, into move its range. Up. Yes, yes, you absolutely Enjoy it. Nah, don't don't worry about that. I've rolled a one. <laughs> Natural oh, boy. Oh boy. It falls so. on its nose and sneezes. <laughs> not, a, not a great great day for the Casera hunting party. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the. All right, so you're this making is, an attack too? I know, and I just really want a twenty right here just to make it just to make it perfect. Well, I rolled a tw- I rolled hey. a total of twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, max so damage. Yeah, not max bad damage. damage. Yeah, I'll take that. So eighteen Ooh. points of damage to you. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that that hurts. I'm not gonna lie, that stings. <laughs> All right, so it is. Did you take your additional five points? Ooh, it's not its turn. Hold your horses, Raimi. Rakawi gets to go first. Uh, she she moves up and, and levels her scatter gun again tries to attack this. Thing. Oh, and she hits. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Same amount of damage. All right. <laughs> Already. And now on its turn, you see some of these wounds start to heal up. But then the <laughs> the nanite acid attack begins to burn on this thing's outer kind of floral hide and opens those wounds right back up. All right. Actually takes damage. Mm-hmm. Well done. That was a, a good caustic conversion. Very useful. And we're on to its turn. It is got Edros right in front of it. It's gonna make a couple attacks and it's gonna try and try and eat you. Last last ditch effort. I can roll well sometimes. Sometimes. So that's seven I rolled. Definitely a miss. And the thirteen is a hit. Ah, oh, dang Smacks it. Smacks into your side for twelve points of damage. How many bonuses does this thing have? They're oh, they're, so they're scary. Yeah, they're terrifying creatures. Andis, back to they you. Are. Next turn. All right. The one I had tracked is down. I feel very good about that. So you should. One, two, track the other one. And Already. shoot it with my super gun. 
Wait, am, so am I going to be am I going to be taking penalties from soft cover on this one? Because so for the listeners, Alindra's sort of between the two of us, but I'm wondering if I still have a bit of an angle on it. I'm up high enough. Uh, yeah, if you're still on the foot, you've got mm-hmm. a a good angle. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to call it soft cover, but this time it does get a, a little bit of cover. Okay, from, okay, from Alindra, but not, right. not not full partial. All right, I level my rifle. And I pull the trigger. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I saw the... It wanted to be an 18. It is a four on the dice. That is a miss. Knack. Sizz. Rack. Your turn. Get it. And I am going to try to shoot it with my semi-auto pistol one more again. So that is 20 to hit. That does not include your get em, right? Uh, 21, then, to hit. I, I need all these bonuses. It's a 22 with Adrosis. Oh, I was forgetting about Adrosis thing. Yeah. Yes, and it does have full cover from where you're shooting from, Drew, but a 22 is a hit, even with a negative four penalty. Yes. Uh, nice. points of damage. Oh, it's so close. It's so close, but it's not down yet. It's not dead yet. Raimi, your turn. All right, so uh, Raimi aims with his laser rifle. <coughs> That's plus two, so 17 drafts. I do not, I don't know if you even get the plus one for me. I might be providing soft cover. <laughs> yeah, even even a, a 17 with the, the coverage game, that is going to be a miss. But don't worry, because it is Alindra's turn. Alindra, mm-hmm. Malice, you're up. All right, I'm going to walk up to the thing and attempt to hit it with my solar weapon. That's a 20 to attack. That's a hit. Hi there, who there? Yeah, and minimum damage, but that's a nine plus one because of photon attunements, ten. Your blade snicker snacks right through this thing's chest, dead on the ground. Yes! Yeah. We're out of combat! Well done. That's three Caserics. We are certified Chris Pratt's. Chris Pratt's. <laughs> uh, do these Caserics have anything valuable on them? Some. This one has like a gold chain. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, you, you find a cred stick and a data pad. Proxy <laughs> and reality <laughs> team. From, some, from something else that has eaten. Uh, they have a, a, a very, very few world possession mm-hmm. plant monsters. Oh, I mean, we've picked, we've picked up plant samples from other ones. Just double checking. You should have, uh, you should have let it impregnate you. Bingo, bango, in a few days, you're yeah. set. Good. <laughs> you're set for That's life. Good. You let that one grow up into an adult, you get it to reinfect you, you're set for life. I, uh, I've already been through this. I don't want to be through it again. I'm glad they're dead. Well, yeah. Oh, they didn't, okay. didn't even get a chance to attack you with their, their thrown darts. I think I got one off, but... Uh, all right, so, yeah, you guys have, have cleared this area. It, it seems maybe they were attracted by the gigantic explosion yeah. <laughs> a few hours before. I have to say, I'm feeling inspired. I think it's being near the statue and all of the stars and my powers are, are so yeah. awesome. And it's... Don't think you rolled a miss All right. Rub it in, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, while Lydra turns into a hippie, Edris, <laughs> Edris goes over to Knack and is like, yeah. You took a bit of a hit there. Are you doing okay? Can I inspiring boost myself? <laughs> I, that's really depressing that you're asking that, but I don't think you're... <laughs> you're not bad at this, Nick. You're not bad at this. <laughs> you, you pull out a small hand mirror. You're just as like, good as all of them. <laughs> Listen, Nick says, Rack, you're good enough. You're smart enough. And inspiring boost yourself. <laughs> 
And gosh darn it, people like you. Alrighty, you guys have survived the Stargazer. You get back on your way on the the trail kind of to the north. And yeah, the, the, it seems like the, the rest of, of your journey goes by almost without incidents. Uh, the next few days, very quickly, in rapid succession, uh, go by. Tyler, you're able to steer the party well the, the next day, get a little bit lost, get back on track, make up time, lose some time. Uh, there's lots of twists and turns. The jungle, still incredibly hot. Uh, each day, you know, it's it's wicking away your stamina. You find all these new creatures, these new plants that you've never seen, but maybe some of them not been seen by sentient eyes for hundreds of years. And the, the Kaukariki troop, still fascinated with you, lingers on the edge of your party. A uh, hundred or so feet away, you can hear them kind of hooting out their name to one another, calling out dangers and probably very confused still about the, the six strangers walking through their territory. After a, a few days, you ascend into these foothills of the singing range of mountains. The, the jungle thins a little bit in places, and you're able to see these vast distances behind you where you've traveled. The, the western sea is nowhere to be seen as you've traveled inland at this point over 100 miles. Getting close, very close to uh, the 120-mile the mark that, that you had in mind when you set out on this journey at this point, 11 days prior. It's late in the afternoon on, on day 11 when you see it. You crest a hill, and in the distance, there are hundreds of decrepit-looking stone structures poking out from the, the canopy, perched on these kind of weirdly spaced hillsides. And yeah, it looks kind of like a an ancient city. As, as you look it over, Nack, you realize that this is something you've seen in Halquimzon's notes. All right. Uh, this looks like the Forsaken City. The city in the foothills is a forest of small pyramids overgrown with vines, as with the funerary monuments of lost Osirian. It might be that this was not a place of the living, but a realm of the dead. Initial ex excavations uncovered multiple stone tiers of fine architecture, displaying skill truly more advanced than the builder's primitive contemporaries. Cool. So, looks like this was maybe some outside influence on, on, on the people that built it. Uh, more advanced than the time that they were built. But again, Temple of the Dead. So, whatever that means. So yeah, but also, how Queen's on. I mean, when has he been right so far? Who knows? Right. That's a good point. I would, anybody... like to count, I would like to count the number of structures. Like, are there uh, 12 of them? No, so a as you draw in closer, you, you find broken pathways and cross a, a number of small creeks along the way and, and get to these structures. And you see, as you do, that what you thought were, were hills from far away are actually these massive, overgrown, tiered pyramids and, and ziggurats. Some small, only a, a story or two tall, while others are, are twice and thrice that height. And they're, they're overgrown with vines. That's a very accurate description, actually, from Zon's notes. Kind of reclaimed by the forest. But yeah, they now look like just giant hills. There's some stone buildings, some, some ruins sporadically sprinkled throughout. Well, you know, it's really nice to see uh, Osirian still kicking. That was, uh, I feel like, feel like Osirian didn't get too many shout outs. 
on the in the, in the temple in the temple ways. Not since like the the mummy's mask. I missed so. their last. T- <laughs> I, I missed Osarian's last tour. I heard they were great. <laughs> yeah, they were great in Berlin. Oh, oh. if if anyone w- wants to do a culture check on that, uh, it, it's very easily kind of looked through as you're looking at these ruins that Halcomim's on indeed did not know what he was talking about because these are <laughs> clearly, you know, some kind of elven structures and more than likely had very little to do with the pulkers or tombs. This this was at one point a living city. <gasps> yeah, this the what he thought were were graves. And as you can tell easily that the, no, these are were houses of worship. These were homes. These were businesses. The, these small pyramids were, it just seemed like how they, they built their structures. Hmm. And, and you, you see the, the remnants of, of very long and wide avenues, small side streets that have been completely you know, ravaged by, by roots and, and undergrowth. But so, yeah, this probably held you know, thousands and thousands of people at one point. Okay. Okay. So, but this is like Osirian. This is sort of like uh, no, 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 not no, nothing to do with that with that uh, deity at all. No, nah, he he's dumb. How come he's on? This is pretty dumb. <laughs> so yeah, he, he, uh, he just saw the he just saw the pyramids and was like, gotta be. <laughs> well, so <laughs> well, remember, he, he also thought that the that the uh, the constellations on the the statue that we were just at were boils or, or <laughs> yeah. yeah ever yeah. since then Alendra's guy yeah this well, guy Chis Kisk warned cool. you about gave you his notes and was like you know it's a fun read but don't read too much into it and this is, is just another thing that goes to prove that so you're uh, Andis you rolled a uh, natural 20 on that culture check you go looking for maybe some some scarabs some some beetle motif somewhere for a siren. You don't find any of that. You find maybe markings of of other lost gods that you're not really sure about. For sure, you find one or two engravings that seem to match more up with the goddess Desna. Desna, uh, hmm, yeah. So you, you find uh, uh. The, the the butterfly uh, carved into a few places, but yeah, nothing nothing a siren. So hmm. oh. leave it to the elves to worship someone as. Flip floppy as Desna. A real flip flopper. Real. That's what they say about Desna, right? A real flip flopper. Uh, a real, a real. Everyone, everyone remembers the uh, the great debate between Desna and, uh, and Osirion, where uh, Desna was uh, really mocked as a marked as a flip flopper. That's why they gave him those flip flopping wings of a butterfly. That's why I never vote for her. It took a while to get there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sorry (laughs) about that. All right, the riff track on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. You guys. Uh, It's a yuck a minute. As as you guys are making your way uh, into, yeah, what you recognize pretty pretty easily as an ancient city, the the troop of Kalkariki's retreat. They've been traveling with you for most over a week <laughs> and, but they seem to have gone far enough and all of a sudden you're just left in this deathly quiet ruined city i kind of miss them a little bit i miss them Aww. just a little bit it, it's later in the afternoon you know kind of closer towards evening and the the long shadows of the, the dying light and the, and the clouds overhead throw long stretches all among these buildings in this ancient city rock hallway kind of perks up and says these these are indeed Elven ruins, the uh, Oatia, or perhaps the uh, Los Kialua peoples, but yes, it has been long since they left this place. Perhaps they 
left this planet. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what these elves have to do with anything that we're going to find here. We haven't seen, but uh, I don't know. There's got to be something amongst all these buildings that will tell us the answer. What? Where? where was there one in particular that your group was trying to go to? Rokawi says, no, the, the, I think the, the end goal, they were wanting to climb up the mountains. She she points from the, the foothills, the the hilly lands where you guys are up towards the the singing range, the, the, the mountains that kind of tower above you, the white crested caps, but they are almost all obscured with some, some low-lying clouds. It's getting dark out. Do you guys want to make camp? Uh, can we search for anything of value in any of these uh, buildings that we're coming across before we make um, camp? Yeah, that, that's something... Well, it's, it's dark. If you want to, you know, while you guys are camping out or while you're on guard duty, you know, poke around in the, the city, that's something you can do. That seems like such a smart idea that I'm going to do it. So, it, you kind of head towards the center of the city because you're you're drawn in it seems like there's a, a light source and you find a small square and, and centered in it there's a destroyed stone fixture that seemed to uh, depict elves at work amidst the jungle and on a shattered column is a, a single torch hanging sideways and it uh, burns with a, a faint magical green light and uh, it looks like a pretty defensible position to uh, to make camp here is this a Raimi, is this a magical torch? Has this been burning for a hundred years, or is this something that's just... Are we not the ones... No, are we not the only ones who've been here recently? I can t- detect magic. Yeah, so if you do, you, you you can tell just by looking at it. Yeah, this is some sort of magical illumination uh, coming. It's like a, a rod stuck into the the stone. It's it just it's giving dim light all all around the the shattered column. Well, Edros can start making camp if people want to look around, make sure we're secure, check some of the buildings. Right. Well, first on guard duty, I believe, is Rainy and Alindra. Yep. Yep. Can I can I look around the area that we're camped out in? Yeah. No. Rainy, do you want to do the same thing? Yeah. Why don't you both give me a perception check? All right. Oh, no. <laughs> a natural one. You see very little. <laughs> Alindra... You rolled an 18. Yeah, just it's it's so dark. You, you find, you know, if you're poking around the small pyramid shaped buildings nearby and some of the, the ruins, it looks like just about everything has been gobbled up by the jungle, by the forest. You don't find objects. You don't find really anything save for stone that has survived. I got a rock. Can I use the flashlight on my personal comm unit to enhance my ability to see? I would hope so if you don't want to stumble around in the dark. But unfortunately, you don't find anything on, on your guys' watch. Okay. Who's up next? We got, I believe, Knack and Andis. Andis. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. You guys so. can take a look around as well. Uh, yes. So so Knack has uh, dark vision, but uh, he would also like to kind of stealthily walk around just in case he sees anything. Yeah. Go ahead uh, and give right. me both those checks. So that is a 23 stealth check, 13 on the die, and a 27 perception. Nice. And what about Andis? Andis what do they want to do? Andis is on to, honestly just going to post up on, I guess this is a, these are pyramids. They don't really have roofs. Um, well, but, yeah, they're, they're more akin to 
very steep hills because, like I said, they're almost completely overgrown. Oh, I see. Yeah. Covered, covered in dirt in places. And so Andis is going to try to find kind of a high vantage point and just sort of keep watch and make sure that nothing sneaks up on Knack. Yeah, if, give, me, I mean, give me a perception if, uh, check as well. Yeah, if I can keep track of Knack with that good, good stealth check. <laughs> uh, 19. Oh, bye, Knack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Knack, Knack uh, escapes around the corner of one of the smaller ziggurats, and, and I don't see him again. <laughs> Drew, Knack finds what looks like a, an entrance, a very short entrance, maybe five foot tall. Definitely large enough for you to get into. It's overgrown with with vines and shrubbery but uh if you want to clear it away you see that it is marked very clearly with the carved butterfly which uh you can tell is one of the symbols of desna um can i tell how how deep the the entrance is uh i mean it's uh one of the the longer kind of corridors that you've seen in any of the houses goes down and it bends about 30 feet towards the end of the, the hallway. So it will require going in to see further into the... What what time is it right now? Well, 1 a.m. Okay. Pretty, pretty late into the night. Okay. Um, can I make a note of it so that we can return to it in the day? Oh, I'm gonna, lots of pyramids around here might get, might get turned around, might get lost in the morning. I know what you're trying to do, Patrick. I know what you're It's up to you, is what I'm saying. It is up to the player. I will make you... <laughs> Uh, roll an intelligence check to, to remember where you were. <laughs> I, I Possible op- forget. I open uh, radio frequency to Andis. It's like, Andis, I found a, a, a an entrance to, to one of these butterfly caverns. Oh, uh, Nick, Nick, where the hell are you? I'm, I'm jumping up and down waving. Can you see me? Uh, uh let's see. Ah, oh. there you are. Hey, you rolled a 23. <laughs> You're just able to. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, so I, I you, see you there. Do you want to meet up with your Isoki friend here? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll make note of sort of where he's at, and I'll head over, to, head his way. I'll say, hang in there, Nack. I'm, I'm heading your way. So I climb down off the perch and wander over. Right. So do you guys want to go inside? <laughs> yeah, the two of us that are supposed to be standing guard over our party are gonna go in inside somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. The DM makes a great point. <laughs> We could just go inside and get all the goods for ourselves. <laughs> this was a test, Knack, and you passed. <laughs> all right, let's go back to camp. <laughs> yeah, I would like to to try to, to to roll an intelligence check to to see if we remember where this is tomorrow. Alrighty, DC fifteen. Good luck, my friend. Oh no! <laughs> Natural one. Ah! It's, fine. it's fine. That's why I came over because I can I roll it because tw- I can roll it twice and take the best result. So. You can you can uh, bring over your brainy friend, your two brainy friends. <laughs> See if he remembers. Natural one's not going to do it. Rocket. Ah. What you got, Andis? Okay, cool. So I'm rolling twice with my memory module, and then All right. Ooh, there we are. Yeah. So Andis definitely forgets. Exocortex, not so much. <laughs> Exocortex, you mark it down and you guys can come back in the morning. Let's yes. go on to third watch with uh, Rakawi and Edris. So while you guys are on, on watch, Edris, uh, Rakawi comes up to you and makes conversation again. She, she's been making conversation most nights while you guys have been on the, the pathway. And uh, she says, this was an important place once. Mothers raised their children here. Great men were born, lived out their lives, and now it is all gone. 
What does that mean that a place like this, so much life can can easily be snuffed out? What does it say about life itself, Edros? Uh, it says that life is about decisions and consequences. Who knows what happened to these people? Either they were wiped out by something stronger than them, or they left because things here weren't as good as they could be. Either they found their fortune amongst the stars, or they died here because they were weak. Either way, now we have a ruin to search through. That, wow, I'm sorry, that sounded very much like something Tahoe meant to say. I, I spent a great deal of time, Tahoe men, and I think he truly wishes to see the entire universe like this. Just an old shell where the living once resided. That part of him I both admired and feared. Well, I can tell you this. I'm sure we will find Tahuman. I'm sure we will defeat him. I do care what happens to this place. But I also think that the strong make their own fortune. But I'm sure we will prove that we are far stronger than Tahuman thinks we are. Right, so in the morning, you guys are, are all up. What do you want to do? So, guys, uh, Andis and I last night found this uh, this this entrance. It's got the butterfly. Uh, Andis, you remember where that was? Yeah, it's over <laughs> that way. Wait, no, it's over that way. <laughs> Let's follow me. You, you we didn't. I didn't want to go into. <laughs> I didn't want to go into it by myself because it looked like a relatively long hallway, and I'm a, I'm a little shaken by the uh, the Kassarik attack. I feel like we can all go in there and and see what's going down. So, are you guys all heading all inside? Why not? Yes. Right. So it's it, very similar to if you've looked through some of the other ziggurats, the other pyramids here in the city. Mostly everything destroyed inside. So if there was, you know, perhaps wooden furniture just completely eaten away by time. But you do find an intact stone end table. And on it are an oddly unmarred pair of very fine black gloves. A very mystical looking elven ring sitting on top of it. Oh man, how much do you think this end table is worth? <laughs> I mean, it's it's basically a rock. So yeah, so let's take it with us. Let's take no, it. With no, us. it's an ancient artifact. Just get these worthless gloves out of the way. It's twenty bulk. I guess we'll have to bring back a team. Rock, call we get over here. So, so can we figure out what these gloves and ring are for, or what they are? Uh, while it's of elven design, you can tell that the the ring is a ring of resistance plus one. Mm. And the gloves are uh, also a magical item. They are gloves of storing. Mm. Very, very smooth, have leathery gloves, giving them a very simple command. You can make an object in your hand basically disappear, <laughs> you know, ant man it down to microscopic size and then bring it back. Similarly, with a snap of the the gloved fingers. Can we issue the command word to see if there's something already stored in there? There is not. Ow. Well, I guess guess at least we still have the end table. Nack wants those, but the (laughs) cheek pouches are already kind of his thing. (laughs) Yeah, no, you got cheek pouches of storing. (laughs) Almost as good. Patrick, do you know if the gloves of storing work on items larger than light bulk? Yeah, up to two bulk. Oh, man. Gloves of storing. Edris, yeah, put, Edris, put your put your like Gatling gun in there and just like just like pop that thing out of your wrist. <laughs> also, like Gatling gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you mean the, the, the artillery? artillery I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I guess that doesn't sound as cool as Gatling gun. 
Uh, all right, so we can fight over the end table uh, later. But as you guys exit this small building, the clouds that kind of enshrined the, the mountains clear. The, the, the precipice of the mountain above you comes into view. Rokawi kind of points up and says, That, I believe, is Alhunar Spire. I, I remember it now. I th- that is where Tahuman said they were headed. And as the clouds part, you see a massive stone building built in the side of the mountain, hundreds and hundreds of feet up. It looks like the closed petals of a rosebud, kind of like the Sydney Opera House, you know, like different shells layered on top of one another around a very large dome in the center. And it is still miles away, but it shimmers in the morning light and sends off a a rainbow of different colors reflecting in the the rising sun. So I guess we head in that direction. I suppose so. Do you think that might be the Temple of the Twelve? I think we should go that way. I mean, it's... (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Score. That's what I was going for. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. So you guys are are heading out. The trek up the side of the mountain takes most of the morning and afternoon. As you reach the base of it, the uh, trees thin out and you spot a pathway cut into the, the rocky ground. And it turns into this impossibly long staircase that winds its way up the mountain. And it winds back and forth, kind of like double backs on itself in a few places. Those of you outside of your protective suits feel the warmth of the sun, but the temperature drops very comfortable, six degrees Fahrenheit, you know, 16 degrees or so Celsius. And yeah, it takes just hours climbing these stairs. As the temple grows nearer on top of the mountain, you can make out the light coming of it. Or actually, hundreds of pieces of very colorful elven glass shining in the now afternoon light. Along the path as you walk are a number of small stone totems. They are carvings filed down by the sands of time, so there's no nothing legible on them. And these very small shrines kind of cut the legs of the climb in a few places. And, and you see very similar markings to the, the rest of the city, a few butterflies of Desna other god symbols whose names probably haven't been said for thousands of years. And Nack, you're pretty sure that this is another item from Halquim Zahn's notes. Pretty the sure. last main entry. This looks like it uh, from Halquim Zahn's notes, The Stairs of Eternity. I, I'm gonna read it. From the forsaken city arises a staggering weathered staircase carved into the mountain. Beyond evoking mystical contemplation in all who would climb it, Beyond stands a great temple whose haunted guardians feasted upon my comrades, forcing us to flee the savage sentinels. Right, so as you guys are are climbing up these steps, the temple is drawing extremely close. You're maybe 30 or 40 feet below it at this point. You see this huge structure kind of growing almost organically out of the, the side of this mountain. It seems like it was carved from it in parts. Everybody be on guard for... Sentinel Guardians. Yeah, whatever those are. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what they are, but they apparently Uh, ate Halkowing Zahn's comrades. Since motive on that rock over there. Oh, never mind. That's an end table. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't everyone let me know, what is your marching order? These stairs are about wide enough to do have to march single file up them. Who's who's first? Drosferonis is in the front. Alendra will follow behind Adras. Uh, Nack will go after Alendra. And this is in the is it? It's at the end. 
Um, I think Raymond's going to be at the end. Fight, fight, fight. (laughs) (laughs) Full initiative. Uh, Raymond, I would would recommend that I go that I go at the end just so that we have we have somebody with a little bit of a higher armor situation in case we get attacked from behind. Okay. Okay. So and then Ralkawi is going to be actually right behind you and us if that's all right. Oh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we want somebody with a high armor class and also a meat a meat buffer <laughs> right behind Ralkawi. Okay. So wasn't everyone going to give me a uh, perception? The old perception checks. Second consecutive natural one. (laughs) Get him out now, man. Get him out now. Excellent. I I just feel terrible for you. Yeah, Yeah, I'm rolling like Tyler. (laughs) I know. You're just veronising it up in here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you guys move around the the corner, you know, panting, getting up the the top of these steps. You come to a, a wide landing as you turn around. You hear a, a wet smacking sound and see enshrouded in the stairs ahead and foliage around it, a huge reptilian looking creature with a segmented worm-like body and small two-clawed arms uh, along either side. It sniffs the air and looks in your direction. Oh, we're in initiative, Turtle. <gasps> oh, no. Good time. Is it like spanning the gap like like over, over the top of us? It is kind of like hanging over the stairs. There's stairs heading north and uh, uh-huh. its head is down on the stairs feasting on a humanoid looking body. We rolled initiative before the start of game. All right, so in initiative turn, Andis, you are first. Both your party and this creature seem to be stunned <laughs> at seeing one another up here. You guys see a huge monster. It sees a tasty snack. And you're first. What would you like to do? I'm going to track it and shoot it. Here we go. Uh, 12. 12 to hit. EAC. All right. Even though it is still flat-footed, it hasn't acted yet. That is a miss. Ah. Next in the turn order. Next is Rack. Frog, get it. Uh, I'm actually going to pull out my arc pistol and shoot my arc pistol at it. Alrighty, Arcing it up. That's a 19 to hit. That's a hit. Yeah, for six damage. Got down your damage neck. Your hit. Alindra, you are next. All right, I'm going to go toward Photon Attunement, and maybe I'll just still a rush at this thing. Oh, boy. What do you think, guys? Yeah? All right. Yeah, go. go for it. <laughs> so I'm going to still a rush. I am not going to bull rush, though. I'm going to use my solar weapon. I'm going to make a charge. Yeah, just a charge. So that's a 22 to attack. That is a hit. Nice. Max damage it. Max damage. Dang. Uh, 13, 14 damage. Yes. All right. Wow. Big hit. Big hit from Alindra. Slashing into this thing's abdomen. Sprayed with like a a pinkish colored blood. And Adros. You see Alindra running, charging ahead of you. Getting the first melee hit in on this massive creature. Okay. I guess Edris will file suit with charging into the melee combat uh, and move right up to the creature, but on the opposite side. And he will, while he is moving, let's do the flame doshko. The flame doshko was working pretty well last last time. Let's try it again. And let's go for it. Come on. Oh, abysmal. 15. Ooh, that is a miss. That is a miss. Uh, 
EAC with, the, with with sixteen with get him. Does that make any difference? Unfortunately, I was counting get him. Ah. All right, on this thing's turn. Oh, hey everybody! I need everyone right now to make a fortitude save for me. <gasps> oh, it's a spooky boy, including Rakawi. Rakawi's good. Oh, got a lot of rolls on the board here to go through. This thing uh, looks up from its meal as it was snacking looks in everyone's direction. Its eyes, they shimmer, they glint almost like thousands and thousands of very small diamonds dazzling you all. And almost all of you can't look away. The only two that have saved on this this creature's special ability are Ralkawi and Andis 147. <gasps> Everyone else paralyzed where they stand. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's fun. <laughs> Oh, no. So both the people that ran up to it, Edris mm-hmm. and Alindra, paralyzed in place. And it's going to try and bite both of you. Yeah, let's go to Edros. Oh, my goodness. My rolls. My rolls. I rolled a four. That is a miss even against a paralyzed Edros Veronis. And for for the record, for our listeners that are not familiar... With paralyzed, you're frozen in place, but your dex is also minus five if you have to do anything dex related. Yep, I rolled a four and a one on this creature. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Great, <sighs> grand, good. That is its turn. Raimi is paralyzed. Wakawi is not, though. Uh, she is going to move forward. You got this, Rocky. Yeah, she can't get a shot in without shooting Alindra Edros in the back. So she's just going to try and position herself so she can shoot next turn. That brings us back to the top of the order. Turn two with Andis. One of the few people not paralyzed. Andis is going to step behind Raukawi and curse her name and that he ever decided to save her because she's blocking his shot. And (laughs) take the shot anyway. (laughs) Calm, Calm down. She wants to shoot too. Oh, I, I understand. I appreciate that. No, you're doing a good job, Rokabi. <laughs> you you jerk, you jerk. <laughs> you make me miss my shot. That would have been a miss even if she wasn't in the yeah, way. No, it was not that was not very good. That was six on the dice gang. Alright, well, moving right along. Nak Sizrak, Alindra Vallis, Edros Veronis, all paralyzed uh. still. In just in awe of this huge creature towering 10 feet while it's standing up and it's a good like 60 feet long from its uh, snout to the end of its tail it slither forward on these little arms gets ready to attack but Raimi you shake it you shake it off of you and you can you can act this turn all right so I'm going to shoot at it with my laser rifle nine on the dice that is a miss you score this thing in in its chest but it just does not uh, the laser rifle does not penetrate at all i disagree we <laughs> and she's going to make a blast with her scattergun and show who she is <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's see what, what she's doing all right pretty good okay damage not terrible she rolled a, a two on a d4 and that brings us back to its turn it is still got a couple of snacking targets. Well, I swear to you, listeners at home, I'm going to roll better this time. First, against a Dross Veronis. Oh, 17 on the dice. That's a hit. And then it's going to uh, snack on Alindra. This is probably a mess. What, what's your KC, Alindra? 14. Oh, oh, that's a hit. 
All right, and on both of you guys. So, Edros, 13 points of piercing damage. Alindra, maximum damage, of course. Nothing nothing to the best. 19 <laughs> points. Alindra Vallis. Turn three. Andis, 147. They are, it's literally eating your friends a lot. I can tell. I can tell. I'm going to... I'm going to make two shots. Pow, pow. 21, I guess. 21 minus 4 17. That is a miss, unfortunately. Right. Oh, the other so one's a 9. So close. So close. Nack Sizrak, you shake this thing's gaze. Ooh. Paralyzing gaze. And you can make your, your full turn. Proc, get it. And uh, who who took more damage, uh, Alindra or Adras? Alindra. Alindra, stay in the fight. We're gonna get it. Take eleven no. stamina. Hell no. Have you seen this thing? <laughs> it's it's pretty huge. Uh, next in the order is Alindra. Right. Thank you, Nak. Can I do anything? Am I still paralyzed? No. You oh, are okay. free, Adras. You shake it as well. Alindra, full action. Your turn. What All right. So I'm I'm gonna do a a double attack actually. Just see how that goes. Okay. Like the confidence. So that's a fail. Definitely so a miss. Nine. 13. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another one. 20. So. 21 minus three or minus four. That is a miss as well. The, your sword just bounces off this thing's massive belly. You're you're cutting it up, but it doesn't seem to do any damage to it. It draws for honest. Maybe you can get on through. What do you want to do? I'm going to just take one big swing with the flame doshko. Shake it off. <laughs> big swing. Giant swing. 24. That is a hit. Yes. Four, 14 points of fiery death. Righty. Now on its turn, it is going to focus on Edros. Going to make a couple attacks. Slashed it in its worm-like belly. First attack. Your, your KAC is 22. 22. That's a hit. 10 on the dice. Plow. Two hits, two tens. That's all we needed. Let's go ahead and no, roll. Not good. D8. Not good. Not good. So, seven on the dice. 28 points of damage total. Oh, As it tears into you, almost tearing one of your arms straight off. This thing has a massive mouth of hundreds of teeth, needle-like, pierces all, all throughout your armor, and... Raimi, you see this happening. It is about to tear Edros apart. What do you want to do? All right, so uh, Raimi narrows his eye. Hostic, Hostic conversion. conversion. Oh, boy. EAC yes. attack roll. We need this. No. Oh. Ooh, a two on the dice. That is most definitely a miss. Uh, Rokawi is going to come. She had, indeed, a long sword as well. Oh, yeah. And she's going to move in with that. Oh, good. It definitely gets an attack of opportunity. <laughs> oh, good. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah, no, it it tries and, and, you know, like sweep her leg out from under her, bite at her leg. Does a good amount of damage, but she gets in there. She attacks. Nine on the dice. That is, uh, that's going to be a mess against its KAC. Uh, that takes us to the top of turn four with Andis. Oh, oh boy, howdy. We got get him, right? Yeah. All right. Two shots. Not that one. There's a miss. Uh, teen plus. So that'd be 21 minus 4, 17. That is a miss. <laughs> mm, just barely. Oh, no. Uh, Nack, back right. to you. Uh, get him. 
And I'm gonna shoot it with my azimuth pistol. Like, no, sorry, my arc pistol is what I had out again. Ugh. Oh, natural my. one. I think that's a couple natural ones for you tonight. Oh. Better be glad that the her February challenge isn't done yet. Listeners, February challenge. You gotta oh, help boy. me out. Give us some good. <laughs> no critical failures all across the. I want to see them. Alindra, your turn. All right, I'm just gonna do one solar weapon. The last time backfired. Oh yeah, this thing heavily armored, high. So that's a twenty to attack. Mm, nope, unfortunately that 20 is exactly what you needed to hit. Oh, good. Oh, man. Oh, I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> and that's going to be 12 damage because of photon attunement. Yeah, this thing looking looking pretty beat up. You've cut it a couple times, scored a couple hits. It is still very angry, though. <laughs> very angry at you both. Adros, your turn. Adros is going to say to Rakawi and Alindra, we need to move back. We're in the way of the fight. We're in the way of our firing squad. And he is going to first throw one Doshko attack. 25. That's a hit. Yeah, baby. Max damage. 18 Ooh. points of damage. <laughs> and then he is gonna he is gonna take a guarded step backwards. Oakley Doakley. And that brings us to its turn. I was going to attack Alindra, but he did more he did so much more damage. These attacks, they're all going to Edras. More Edras attacks. 18 on the dice. Oh, that's a hit. 19 on the oh. dice. That's a hit. Holy Eight moly. Damage dice. Five oh. damage dice. Oh, no. 35 points of damage. Oh. Comes in. It goes for the exact same place that bit you on the previous round. Just tearing at the flesh. Armor nearly slothed off. How's it going, Edris? And you still fall. <laughs> <gasps> oh no! Mm. Big gun down. All your all your stamina and hit points. He's out, man. He's out. Ooh boy! Here we go. Things getting exciting now. Raimi, oh, no. it is your turn. Uh, Raimi's gonna cast magic missile. Thwap, thwap, thwap. Not missing on this. So that's six. Plus four is ten. Twelve. Twelve points of damage. Thwap, thwap, thwap. All of them. Landing and Rokawi is gonna make an attack as well with her sword. Team, that's a hit. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> with a long sword. Oh boy. A lot of damage here. D8. Max damage. Yes. Rokawi nice. sees her good friend Adros go down. She stabs at this thing with a massive sword for 12 points of damage. It is. Oh, it's still up. Oh, it's. It's. It cries out, though, as uh, she hits it. Very close to death. You can already tell. Andis. Andis is going to run up behind Edris and prepare to stabilize, but in the meantime, I'm just going to use Edris's limp body as cover and. And uh, take a shot with my laser rifle. Like, <laughs> point-blank range. Just, bah, right in the oh. face. <laughs> well, you are 15. 19 on the die. There we are. You're 15 feet away, but that is outside of this creature's reach. That is a hit. That's uh, five points of damage. It had exactly four hit points left. It's dead. Bah! Yes! Oh, man. <laughs> We're out of combat. I'm going I'm to try to stabilize uh, Edris as quickly as I can. Rokalwi goes to aid you. And she, yeah, just rushes at your side. Mm. Edros coming back to, to consciousness as the medicine check goes through. You get 
but four hit points back? No hit points, just stabilization. Oh, you're, you're just stabilizing. Yeah, so you don't even need to use it. Don't even use your resolve. And Rokalwi, almost in tears, is at your side, clutching at your wounds, your your giant vesk chest. And she's like, you cannot leave. Cannot leave, Adros. There's something I did not tell you. There's something I have to tell you. To be continued. No! Uh, no! No! Now I get an entire week to figure out what she was going to say. Yes! Game Master score. Good old-fashioned cliffhanger. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, my brain's not working. Is this episode 25 already? Yes. Heavens. Cannot believe it. All right. (laughs) I hope you guys had fun. I had a ton of fun this (laughs) (laughs) time. That was a blast, yeah. Throwing giant monsters at you all. Our, our first our first character that went down. Oh, uh, yeah. Couldn't couldn't get to the, the killing blow. But thankfully but, didn't die. Uh, yeah. Yet. We got to yeah. wait until next week for that, right? <laughs> you know, maybe he maybe he is dead. You have no idea. He's not back up. Yeah, no, we have a very good idea, but we'll find right. out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as always, I'm stunned you guys play a, a silly game like this with me every week. And that's why I thank you with me this week. Thank, Thank you. you, Patrick. I appreciate this. And why doesn't everybody say good night? Good, good night, night. night. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>